When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that... Oh, so I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, LC, and I'm joined as always with the spooktacular Baco. How are you, sir? I am well, Luz. Happy to be talking to you. How are you? I am excellent. Um, and uh, I just wanted to, to, to kick off the episode with just giving you a, a quick fact, if I may. Yeah, let's hit, hit me. Sure, sure. So, uh, did you know that your eyelids are made of the same material as your foreskin? Now, I just want to let you know that I'm calling that a fact, but I did get that from a Skeletor meme this morning. So, mm, yeah, I, but I find it credible. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the Skeletor meme less and less. That one doesn't seem to be as timeless. Uh, there was a couple early on that I liked a lot, and uh, um, like basically uh, every hand you shake has had a dick in it. That was a good one. Okay, see, this is the first one I've seen. So I'm new to the whole He-Man and Skeletor facts. I have to tell you, but uh, I thought that pretty, thought that pretty interesting. Your, like, like, like your mean game is as whack as your drip. I guess so, man. I mean, I think that like uh, now I think about more like if I rub my eyes in public, what does that look like? Right? Hmm. Yeah. No. All right. 
No, I'm just saying. Like, like uh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking more like when I'm uh, rubbing my dick, it feels like you know. What about the balls? I mean, is that uh, you know scratching the the chonies once in a while? What does that have to do with your eyes? You were well, uh, you were talking about the skin of the eyelids. Well, yeah, I'm just saying in public, you're you're touching it and everything mm-hmm. like that, and and uh, I don't know where I'm going here. I just I just want to share Sarah Sarah Skeletor and He Man fact. I find it credible. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like it. I like it a lot. Okay, uh, well, a just good way so, to start a Sunday morning, man. Something to think a little mind a little bomb. Penis for and Skeletor. Sure, why not? But uh, anyway, let's move move forward from from those uh, from that information. How we'll does Skeletor it. make sense anyway? He's got like flesh and, and and body, but then his face is just a skeleton, a skull. Now I haven't watched He Man in a long time, but I also remembered that Skeletor kind of sounded like my Vince Neil impression, didn't he? Kind of, kind of like, hey, he's a Skeletor, or did he have a really deep, scary voice? He was higher, I think, but uh, yeah, right. I'm not an expert. I always thought He Man was kind of like, um, you know, like those off-brand products you get at Aldi. Yes, He Man was like an off-brand superhero to me. You know, it was just like kind of. Oh. Even a dumb name, and I don't know that the haircut. I just uh... everything was bad. Like I remember sitting there, like I, I thought that I had I'd cracked the code when I think I had like maybe five or six, and I looked at them. I go, "This is the same goddamn body and a different head on each one of these. What a great manufacturing ploy! All we have to do is make a new head. At least your Star Wars figures had different outfits and stuff like that. It was just color this guy blue. How about this guy? What about Faker? It was He Man, but he was blue." How can you not tell the difference? Manny faces. <laughs> I don't remember who that is. <laughs> no, you know, if you're going to go was... down the, the, this this category, you got to be a little more prepared, man. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a pretty key signature character in that. Yeah, I mean, He Man was like a like a a discount version of Thundar the Barbarian. You know, I got to tell you, with uh, I don't know if it's the room, the new setup, or the way you're wearing your hat this morning. You, you, uh, especially when you're you're straight in into the camera, you, you come, all, you look like Tony Romo. Uh, you need to be like holding like a, a bottle of Corona with a lime in it right now, uh, doing one of those commercials. Oh, nice. Okay, I'll uh, I'll consider it. I'm not even take a quick picture and just my... post. I just wrapped an interview with Tony Romo. See how many people take believe it. T- take a picture. All right, hold on. <laughs> Does this look like a, a thumb or a foreskin? <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> Looks like both. <laughs> okay, perfect. Looks like you, you, you had, uh, you, hey, have you ever, you know, speaking of thumbs, we never got into this so when we were talking Machine Gun Kelly. You ever seen Megan Fox's thumbs? She has toe thumbs. Oh, my God. That's amazing. They're it's gross a... as fuck, man. <laughs> so anybody listening, yeah, uh, check it out. Uh just type in Megan Fox toe thumbs. I got that off a of Tosh.0 a couple years ago. That's amazing. I, I did wonder why at, at all the Transformer movies she was running with her hands in her pockets all the time in those action scenes. <laughs> just got to get her thumbs hooked in her, her jean pockets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, at all times. Oh, Interesting. Man. Well, you know, there's got to be something wrong with her, right? Yeah. Well, hey, but, uh, uh, let, let's. Yeah. Uh, well, any more Skeletor facts before I switch gears here? No, I figured that was good for the first uh, four or five minutes of content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm 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 off and running for a Sunday. That's good. Uh, I appreciate Perfect. the uh, the way to go. Uh, sure. A little quick shout out to one of our listeners, um, uh, Keith Rockford, uh, is apparently got so much money to burn that he uh, he went out and got a, a cameo of Mitch Malloy for me for my birthday that uh, people can <laughs> check out in the uh, Facebook group. I know you've had a chance to see it. I gotta tell you, I think Mitch put the proper level of effort into this uh <laughs> i do too uh, Did, are we gonna play it happy 
Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Baco! Happy birthday, dude! Happy birthday! Say happy birthday! Happy birthday, Baco! Happy birthday! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Baco! Happy birthday to you! You rock! Yeah! I just got off the stage with the Great Whites. We just had a rocking show, and it was a blast as always. And I hope you have a great birthday, man. Okay, you take care. See you on the stage. Oh uh, no, you can go ahead and throw the audio on here if you want. Um, but yeah, anybody that wants to see it, I recommend checking it out. It will be in the private group, and I don't know. Maybe we'll probably just throw it on the Cobras and Fire page too. I don't, it's it's, it's nothing uh, nothing to be ashamed of there. But yeah, uh, thank you very much, Keith. I really appreciate it. It's totally not necessary, but you know what? You know, it's it's a nice little birthday, you know, little birthday gift for for me, and I like to think for the listeners too, people of the show, and uh, and you know. Mitch gets a little scratch out of the deal, too. You know, and I put a little scratch in Mitch's pocket. Hey, I mean, come on. Mentioning the Great Whites. Got to give it up for him. Give me some, cre- <laughs> give me some credit to Mitch for playing along. I I got to believe that was just a slip of the tongue, uh, like a, a bonus. No way. The, 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 I can't believe that uh, he, he he gave me a... So? Sp- no, come on. He, he blocked us on Twitter. He's not happy that I call him the Great Whites because of his teeth. I- I don't think that was why. I got to tell you, I, I, you got to tell me that he doesn't know any jokes about the fact that he has glorious, I mean, come on, his glorious hair, glorious teeth. You don't think that somebody else has used the term great whites before? Maybe he's just using that and, and he figured it out. And if so, I, I, you know what? I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt of him having a sense of humor about it and, and mentioning it and knowing who you or are. Or maybe he said it with a, a different type of sense of humor, like, you know, one that's not that funny. Like he just calls mm-hmm. the guys in the band, hey, we're the great whites. I don't know. You know what, uh, Mitch? Thank you. Uh, and I also I love your work in Van Halen. And uh, they never really recovered after you. So um, all the best, Mitch. Yeah! I just got off the stage with the Great Whites. And then um, I, I guess uh, let's clear up uh, why we got just kind of a mini episode this week. Uh, every year we've done kind of a Halloween kind of special. I think other maybe the very first year. But, uh, yeah, we've, we've done like a, I think we did an episode on like our favorite uh, Halloween songs. Um, uh, we have... I just want to say that that episode easily worst episode ever recorded. If you ever want <laughs> yeah, to hear the, no. the, the drunkest episode, I, I yeah. think when we used to do the night, the night ones, well, I, I, yes. Would you say, well, I don't know. Maybe as a, as a combined BAC. Yeah. But uh, I think my personal peak was the time that Sinzak was on and I just started blurting out like the elder is great and, <laughs> oh, you're just uh, talking about being being uh, a little inebriated. I'm just talking about it from like, if you want to hear just like a train wreck of an episode, listen oh, to the, the episode. Yeah, definitely not one that I would recommend anybody go back. No, and you to wouldn't say like, that. hey, you want to listen to our show? Check out episode 45. Anyway, uh, yeah, that one sucked. Uh, but then, um, of course, we've had Gene Vogel on a couple different times to do like our, I think, three hits from hell. That was the non-COVID year, 2019. And then sure. I think the year before that, he was part of our three uh, br- episode breakdown of Black Sabbath for the, the, the month of October. Uh, so we have good. something that I think is very cool, um, and hopefully it actually works out. But it is, uh, well, as you know, Luce, uh, you know, and, and I would like to tease it this way. How about this? When you're listening to this one, you, you definitely want to don't listen with one ear, bud. You're going to need both. Uh, stereo is going to be key to the the listening enjoyment with this. And then also keep in mind when you're listening to this that everybody involved 
got up at 8 a.m. Central to record this. <laughs> and uh, uh, that, that should be enough to at least uh, spark some interest. But, yeah, the, this is a long way of getting at. I am 15 hours of editing into this thing, and I'm maybe two-thirds done. So there's a lot left to do on it to get it wrapped up in time for, oh, I think it's August 20, October 25th or 6th, something like that, whatever, a, a week from whenever that you're listening to this. So... That's it. That we just uh, don't have the time. This is no. I just uh, I just say, tell you this too. Just a little bit more tease is is we have guest stars, and that you, my friend, have put in <laughs> the heavy lifting, the work into this one. Earbuds are essential. Don't just like listen to this in a passing way. The effort has been made. That's all I have to say. All right, good enough. Um, but we do have some some content for the listener. You have stepped up to the plate to kind of fill in. And you apparently you have a fun concert story that we get to share. Yeah, sure. Um, just, just in general, how many concerts have you... I've, I've uh, Up to this, this story I'm about to tell, I've only been to two concerts since COVID ended. And one I call almost like a fake concert, which is that whole uh, outdoor, you know, 80s Freedom Fest, stuff like that. You know, that counts. Uh, that's, that's I legit. guess. I, I guess. But, but it's but not at a proper location and stuff like that. There's that. And then I saw um, Rodrigo and Gabri- Gabriella. I'm not sure if you know who they are, but they're like yep. an acoustic duo. They do like everything. Okay. Uh, that was a different kind of thing. That's Very like a thrash, rock concert. Even though you probably wouldn't think so. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Flamenco, they do everything from. By the way, if you want to check something out different, uh, just check out Rodrigo and Gabriella. They do covers of Megadeth, Slayer. Metallica, they have tons of great originals. It's fun that they're amazing musicians. But but I, and then there's a third one that I'm about to tell. But how many shows have you just wanted to know? How many, you've seen a two a handful? Yeah, I think three. There is the the hairball, Ron Keel, and then um the uh Rock and Pod pre party. Oh, you're counting that. Okay. Well, I guess I count that one too, as far as just a live experience. Sure. Okay. Um yeah, but but I have seen so so basically because of the move. By the way, I'm calling from the new Corbison Fire Studio. Very excited. But but with this last two months since COVID lifted, when the concerts finally you know got scheduled, I have missed so many. It's actually been painful. I didn't know if this had happened on your end too, or just scheduling didn't work. But Guns mm-hmm. N' Roses, couple. Guns N' yeah. okay, Guns N' Roses came to town. Only reason I didn't go again, and they had like some solid seats, was just because buying a house costs and stuff like that. You know, you have to give, give up the rock. Sometimes I had uh, green day and Weezer come. I was going to go see that one. Same, same reason on that. Then I got sick. Yes, I actually was sick. Yeah. I didn't just cancel at the last minute because of, mm-hmm. I looked at the set list or something like that. I was going to see living color and Everclear. had to cancel that with a buddy that was all scheduled out. Um, then Judas priest actually canceled on us before what, what, ha- what happened before the whole heart attack? With uh, wasn't wasn't something else happening too? They did cancel dates before he even had that heart attack. Maybe it was one of those COVID protocol things where they had to basically cancel, you know, a stretch because someone got got COVID in the group or something like that. But okay, so that one canceled out. I was going to go to that. There's a reason I'm going through all this, but there's all these like I want to go to a show, and there's all this stuff leading up to to this. The Bronx came to town. Had to, had to not do it because we're moving. Texas Hippie Coalition, you know, I love them. I was going to go see them, and I couldn't go because of a conflict. So finally, one of the bands that I actually did the thing that you tell me never to do before you see a show is to look at what? what look what at the is, set list. Is, yeah. Okay. So March 2020, uh, Local H in Solo Salem uh, came to Denver, 
And uh, I thought it was a pretty cool 90s pairing. And I did not go to the show. It was March 1st, 2020, because I looked at the set list and I wasn't pleased with what they were playing because I didn't recognize <laughs> some of the songs. And it ended up being uh, new songs from both of the bands that I loved on both of their albums in 2020, which I would have really enjoyed. So it was just a stupid. After that date, no more concerts in Denver. That was the last, seriously, March 2nd, there were no more concerts coming I kind of remember us talking about that. Okay, so Local H has this new thing called The Retour. So they're they're doing their lifer they're promoting their lifers album this time they get paired up with Radkey which is a newer band um, and uh, I really dig them too so I was like that's a great pairing um, so this of course uh, their original date that they had was on a Thursday and then they canceled it and they moved it to a Friday October eighth. But I had already, at that point, I had scheduled, I had committed to going to a charity event at the same night. Um, with, with I've always uh, thought you were very charitable. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and so there's, there's, two, there's two things in this. I found out that the charity event was located only within a five to ten minute lift ride from, from the, the, the show. Same night. Get it, but but I have to coordinate that with going to the charity event and then going to the show. So my question is: Have you been to? Do you ever get asked to do, do any of these charity events from either friends or or work stuff that you're? Have you been to any of these events? You know, like a 10, 10 seat round table, you know, tickets, kind of an op- yeah, like yes? it's like for the print industry in Minnesota. I've I've gone to a handful of those basically through work. I can't think of another situation where I would have. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Okay, well, most of these you have to like, dress formal, up, tie, at, yeah. little formal, stuff like that. Uh, we now moved away from the city. Where we're not within a lift ride, so everything is more of a commitment to go do stuff in the city now. So the, the name of the, the actual charity, though, is called TACT. It's a Teaching the Autism Community Trades, and it's actually a great charity. Um, uh, if I could just be serious for real, real quick, it, they, they actually te- teach trades to um, – Anybody that's on the spectrum, and mostly it's because the fact that when a lot of kids uh, graduate, they actually it's very hard for them to go through the interview process. But they're actually very talented, you know, either engineering, um, sure, uh, uh, STEM, all those kind of things. So they teach them the skills to actually be employed once they they get out in the real world. So it's actually a really good charity. But in this one was a little different, where uh, they said, "Don't dress formally. Dress code is rockabilly." <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Okay, oh, so that's what... like you know, like overalls or something. No, so oh so no, I you know, to... the Brian Setzer, right? He'd be a rockabilly kind of guy. So the immediate thing I thought was, I need to go. You know, you think of for a se- uh, hey, just uh, real quick for a second. Um, yeah, uh, Lee McCormick uh, up in Pickering, Ontario, was losing his shit when I said I didn't know. Whether... <laughs> it's like, bro, hey, right. <laughs> yeah, so I see so you but, called but Lee and a, said, "Send me uh, whatever you were planning on wearing tomorrow." Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you what do you do? Like, rockabilly is a weird ask for a dress code. Like, like nobody has that stuff. You know, it, it's either either putting sleeve tattoos. You put on like, again. Like we're hurting Lee Elvis. McCormick's. We're, you're hurting Lee McCormick's feelings again. Well, unless, but again, he can pull it off. There's the first person I thought of is like, I just need to go to his Facebook page and see how he lives daily. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like that's, that's the dress code. But, but I'm like, okay, so what do Hammer I, but then I, squish. Then, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so it's either like Elvis or thinking like the movie Grease or stuff like that, mm. you know, but, but I'm like, so what do I wear though, where I can be almost like a Superman and be able to be taking a lift ride downtown dressing as a rockabilly and then go to a concert to see local H. So I, I resorted well, the, the to the entire just, should actually balance between the two pretty good. I think kind of like basically all I did was buy Chuck, Chuck Taylor's get a shirt that was kind of, uh, whatever, somewhat douchey, you know, kind of like I normally wear and, uh, you would wear <laughs> <laughs> and, and then be able to like take it off and just have like a black t-shirt or whatever. I okay. get, get in. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I just think that's a weird ask. So I, so I, then I'm getting like, we've just moved. I'm like, where the fuck do I have to go? Where do I go to even get all this stuff? I, I'm stressing out about finding the right stuff. I get there and then like hardly anybody's even wearing it. They're wearing like a, either a suit and tie or, or whatever. I'm like, this is ridiculous. But anyway, so I had to dress like a rockabilly to get down there. And all I want to see is some local H man, right? I'm going to, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to our friends invite us here, but then the event is from six to, uh, six to ten thirty. So that means Baco at some point I have to, in the middle of some conversation or dinner, just be like, you know what? Sorry guys. I have to, I have to leave my wife behind because I have to go see a nineties band that had one, one, uh, substandard hit. Mm. And he, you you couldn't leave without saying that to them. <laughs> you had to phrase it just ask. like that. No, but I had two things committed tonight. Uh, I got to step out of here. Uh, make sure my yeah, wife that's pretty, is basically okay. what I, That's basically what I said, but it's just no, kind I, of a funny I really, thing. I, but I want the listener to think that you're actually going around saying what you just said. Yeah, I have to shake hands and say again and try to explain what concert I'm going to, who the band is, why I'm leaving, all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, so I'd already had this agreed upon and everything like that. It was going to be fine. Then I, it, it was she, uh, the wife was going home with with uh, friends we came with and everything like that. So I, so, but so it's committed. I've done it. I, I'm going to go see Local H, and uh, so I leave. So at 9:30, I make my my uh, my goodbyes, jump in the lift, go to the show. Go right downtown. It's it's in Lodo. You like all the abbreviations of Denver, mm, right? Yeah, Lodo, Rhino. That's not a, that's not yeah, a this, Denver thing, bro. That's fine. It's right by by course. It's right by the. We have State. Nolo okay. here in in Minneapolis. Soho is a popular sure. one that is a long way from Denver. Probably one of the first yeah. ones I was aware of. But I am I am pumped, man. I'm I'm wait we I take the I take the lift get downtown. Uh, I'm ready to see some Radkey. I'm right in time for set time too. I, I'm able to see Radkey and Local H. Get to the front door, and on the sign on the on the door, it just says, "Sorry, Local H and Radkey concert is canceled." <laughs> see, go to original ticket ticket location for uh, for refunds. And I'm sitting there, <laughs> oh, and, man. The, and the Lyft driver has just left, so I've missed all these concerts. I'm, th- I'm I, I just go, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I just scream that on the the top of my lungs on the street like a madman, yeah. and I'm standing there. And then immediately I go, "Okay, I checked tickets the night before. I'm talking about like at nine o'clock. They're still available. I didn't buy. So the question is, like, didn't you get an alert? I didn't mm-hmm. buy the tickets. Yeah, that's where I was going. Because yeah, I, when, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to buy them at the door. They're all. It's not. A, it's not a band that sells out. And I was. Right. I wanted to make sure that things didn't go sideways at the charity event and stuff like that, or, or whatever. Um, and now so we. Then, now we offended uh, Aaron Camaro too. So um, Lee. Lee, you got yes. some company. Yeah. So so basically, I'm 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 then at the point where, you know, what happens? So I pull it up. And just, you know, everything revolves around my experience, Baco. Okay. Of so course. this affects yeah. me only. But I pulled it up at, at Again, like very midnight. Charitable. Yes, very charitable. <laughs> at, at, uh, at midnight, 
they made an announcement where they canceled the next two weeks of their tour because both, remember, Local H is a, is a duo, two dudes, both dudes got COVID. Mm. Both the, and, and then they had to cancel the tour. Uh, then it, re, it re-upped two weeks later, but the first date canceled, of course, was Denver. Wow. So, so do you have questions before I proceed? Uh, no, you kind of answered the the big one, which is, uh, but yeah, it is a little, I guess when you, you find out when you find out, huh? I mean, like if, if maybe they didn't get their test results back or something. That's know. what I'm saying. But, so if I had tickets, obviously I would have been notified and all that stuff, but that's the whole thing is these days you got to check before if this gig is still going on. I mean, oh, that that's just a, a rookie that's mistake. Actually, uh, that's a, a legitimate Cobra hack for the listener there. Yeah. If you're planning on buying tickets at the door, probably check it within an hour before leaving. Or fuck it, just always check. Even if you have bought them, check your emails before you go because you don't know what's going to go on these days. But that led me to this, and this is a very basic thing, and that is, okay, so both of the guys there get COVID, and you hear this all the time and stuff like that. So this leads me, this is my PSA, and, and that of course they could get COVID from all kinds of different places, but this, if you, for whatever you, you, you want to think about this, how about this? How about everybody should have proof of vaccinations going to concerts just to protect the fucking band. That's it. Just to have your event. Because my theory is that they got COVID somehow. Either they're not vaccinated or if they are from maybe one of their fans that didn't have, that wasn't vaccinated. So you out there who have who was not vaccinated ruined my experience that night. <laughs> <laughs> Tread lightly. Uh, well, when when I went down that path, it uh, it. Uh... Didn't get go over well with some of the listeners. <laughs> That's all right. It doesn't matter. My point is, is that that however your whatever your beliefs are, you ruined my night to see local Asian Radke, which some people might say was a blessing for me. Not for me. I wanted to see this band and rock out. So that really sucked, man. I have not had an experience where I was so psyched because I missed all these concerts leading up to it, and then for the one I actually made the effort. So that I also spent forty dollars in lift rides to go nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real casualty in all this. Uh, really did you is. make it back to the charity then, or? Yeah, I actually went right back, and uh, it was only like an hour left, so just hung out there and had some fun, and then went home. But it was it was it was kind of like you know it was just amusing. They're like, "What? You made all this effort, and now you're just back where you started." <laughs> yeah, that, that sucks, buddy. Uh, but uh, hopefully they they come back around, and you can check them out and. You know, I, I other than the ones that are vocal and outspoken, I I think I, I don't think there. My gut feeling is there aren't any musicians out touring that aren't vaccinated. That aren't vaccinated, right? Yeah. Uh, and and if and if they are, they want you to fucking know that they're not. You know, they're 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 not want someone trying to just kind of squeeze by and maybe no one will notice. You know what I mean? Uh, that you know the Ted Nugent and Eric Clapton's of the world just uh, putting it right. out there, baby. It's also the risk of only having a two person band. Can't have anybody back you up, <laughs> right? Two of us are going down. We have no backups. Yeah, I mean, you think they can keep keep uh, at least six feet apart at all time? Yeah, you, know you would mean? think so. Yeah, the stages are a decent size. Anyway, so that's my 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 non concert concert story. So check your check your Facebook uh, statuses, people, if you're going out to a show. But have you ever had something where all of a sudden you, you made all the way to your end of your journey and it was canceled? It was almost like the same. Like I felt like Chevy Chase and vacation, you know, going to Wally World. <laughs> That's a great comparison. I believe it or not, I'm pretty sure I'd have to think I've gone to a lot of concerts over the years. Now, there's been festivals where a performer or two that maybe I was somewhat looking forward to dropped out. But I believe the <clears> only <throat> concert I've ever 
had that needed to be rescheduled was Kiss on the Psycho Circus tour, and that was because of weather, and they just postponed it one day. And being that I lived in, you know, in Minneapolis at the time, it it was really you know it wasn't something where I had a hotel room and a lot of travel involved. You know what I mean? I just I would drove there from home and drove home afterwards. So, uh, sure. Pretty. I've had pretty good luck. Is all I'm getting at. I don't remember too many shows being canceled. I think that was the only one. Good. Good for you. The the light always shines on you. So, um, <laughs> we, uh, let's let's hope so. But yeah, my travel plans from Nashville uh, definitely uh, definitely counter that. But well, hey, uh, so uh, best of luck on on future concerts. Uh, and uh, yeah, check back next Tuesday. We got a really big surprise for you. Um, I really hope you're going to enjoy it or hate it. Either one kind of works for me, to be honest. Yeah, that's right. Happy Halloween! Oh, maybe you could. Maybe our our people can can uh, add it to their uh, wor- worst podcast experience. <laughs> <laughs> Describe your worst podcast experience. Yeah, One is it going to be the over. original Woodstock of podcasts or the Woodstock '99 of podcasts? There you go. What do you yeah. think? <laughs> well, if nothing else, a lot of people put in a lot of work to get it, make it happen. So if That's you right. hate it, at least you can hurt, hurt some feelings. <laughs> I, I do think it's it. a. I do. I'm. I'm really happy with the way things are turning out. By the way, I know you haven't had a chance to hear some of the the final edits or stuff. Uh, so uh, it, uh, as soon as I get it ready, I'll, I'll throw it up and uh, get everybody involved a chance to preview it. I just can't wait for the making of episode when we get back together for a reunion. <laughs> reunion at the group and like oh talk like like a like a the the Blu-ray credits like a like yeah. the bonus feature, yeah. Come on. Come on, let's just let's just let's milk this baby for all it's worth. What do you think? <laughs> I just hope Pantheon still wants us after it comes out. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a great tease. I think we leave it like that. What do you think? Yeah, that's good, man. Let's get out of here. Rock is not dead. But check your band's Facebook status before you attend a concert. Serves a hundred ships a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town, and she works laying whiskey down. They say, Brandy, we'll fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. Find a silver from the north of Spain A locket that bears the name Of the man that Brandy loved He came on a summer's day Bringing gifts from far away But he made it clear he could not stay No harbor was his home The sailors say Brandy You're a fine girl
At Progressive, we know there's nothing like the feeling of riding a motorcycle with your crew on the open road. It's a primal, wild freedom. A feeling that would be impossible to recreate on the radio. Until now. Hit it, sound effects guy. Hmm, no. You know, we really lost a stride at the end there. Get 24-7 roadside assistance with Progressive, America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.